This is Erdrich Highwind from Night's Watch, and you're listening to the Shattered Order podcast. This podcast is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest you use it. What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order podcast. Go switch off! If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. talk about what Phasma meant as the monthly login character for the First Order, we talk about this week's update notes, answer your questions, do some trivia, and more coming up. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast. This is episode 64. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. What's up, Wink? How's it going, buddy? Ah, well, if I lift up my shirt here, that sounds weird for people listening <laughs> to the audio, but uh, you can see what's on here, right? Yes, it's uh, you see Honolulu that? Blue oh. Ugliness. Yes, the good old Lions shirt, because uh, as of right now, we are in sole position for first place, so that is true. I just thought I'd brag on that for a little bit. Yeah. A very little while good. is as long as that's going to last, so I'm not worried. Which is why I got to brag <laughs> right now. Fair so, enough. So I'm going to. Um, one thing I'd like to get into real quick before we start is congratulations to all those who have girly or hide in their fantasy leagues, right? Hey, I have Sammy Watkins. He didn't do too bad. Uh, he had a pretty good day, too. <laughs> I literally own either Gurley, Hyde, or both in six of the seven leagues I'm in, so I was pretty happy camper last night. Well, I'll bet, considering that there was, here in Arizona on all the sports radio stations, the, the big poll was whether that game was going to be worse or the Colts versus the Browns. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that word winds out a good Thursday night for once in their life. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Best game of the season so far. For sure. So I had a question, and I kind of wanted to get what people thought of this before we got started. But Okay. So if you can see on my hand right now, it's my wedding ring, and it is made of tungsten. Okay. Okay? This wedding ring that's on my finger has been through two deployments in the Navy, banged on countless things. Just anything you could possibly do to destroy this ring has been done, and it didn't break. Okay? Well, it's a li- my fingers got a little fatter over time, and uh, we bought me a new ring once uh, we moved back to Arizona after I got out of the Navy. Same thing. Bought a tungsten ring. This week, I would look down at my hand, and there was a giant chunk of metal missing from it and a huge crack. Not like hairline crack. 
you could see between the crack. Now, tell me, is a tungsten ring supposed to ever break like that? I don't believe so. I think that's one of their perks, right? That's what I thought. So I'm looking at my nice new ring. It's only like a year old, and the thing has been completely destroyed. Jeez. And I'm like, tungsten. What? what I like. I don't even know how this happened, when it happened, how I could have possibly done it. All I can think of is somehow when I wasn't paying attention or I was asleep, something gigantic fell on my hand, and the only thing that saved it was my ring. Possibly. That's the only thing I can think of. No telling. Yeah. Interesting. It was weird. I just find it funny that this ring I'm wearing that I put back on lasted this long. And that one lasted a year. Come on. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys, I see that uh, Nika there saying that even a metal ring can crack if you slap someone hard enough. Which is true. I don't, I don't remember slap anyone. Let's be, um, I'm not going to lie there. So I don't know what happened to it. We'll see. All right. They don't bend, but can shatter slash break. Well, it definitely looked shattered. I don't know. Hmm. No Fitting point for the Shattered Order podcast. Ah, yes. Touche. All right. Well, well nice let's segue. get right into... Uh, I know. Perfect. So let's talk about Patreon subscribers, shall we? That's actually a good idea. So we have a couple new Patreon subscribers this week. Uh, Vistara Kai, I don't remember if we got you last week. I think he wasn't in the notes. Well, then that is if one. you were and two weeks in a row. Thank you, Vistarica. Exactly. We appreciate. It. And also, kind of a fitting name for the story you just told, Ringer. <laughs> it's all coming together, man. Everything has its place. Yeah, no kidding. So thanks, thanks, uh, Ringer and Vistarica. We appreciate that. Yep. And all of our other Patreon subscribers as well. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. And we appreciate you uh, throwing some questions our way for our segment a little bit yeah, later. That'll be fun. This is going to be fun. Kind of, kind of excited. <laughs> it's, you'll want to be here for that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And, so. Um, yeah, so... Uh, patreon.com slash shattered order if you want to support the podcast if not go subscribe we would appreciate that too and share with all of your friends so yeah that's yeah it's really cool to check my email every day and like it's just a full page screen of person x has subscribed to you on youtube so we appreciate all you guys yeah very awesome but some things kind of happened this week. We got an update, Ooh. which is good because when we don't have updates, we don't usually do very long podcasts. Like, <laughs> they definitely don't last two and a half hours. True. So, yeah. So we're going to try. We're going to do our best this week to, to keep it a little shorter for you guys that are watching and just to kind of give ourselves a break yeah. there. We'll see how that goes. I know this week my voice has been a little hoarse. I don't know. Not a little donkey, just a little horse. <laughs> so, this week in oh, Star... I know. That, I'm a dad, That was dude. bad. That was... You gotta know when the dad jokes are gonna come out, yep. right? So, um, we talked a lot about Phasma and what that could mean. Well, it turns out that it actually did mean something, and uh, we were kind of 
we got 50% of our guess was right. So my guess was the uh, new First Order characters, and your guess was uh, a legendary event, and we are actually getting a legendary event. Yeah. Now, it's not for a First Order. It's actually going the opposite way, yep. and it will be for a new Resistance character using First Order. And that character is... That character is... We got the is, soundboard, Mac. I we got the soundboard working. I know. You don't I'm, even have the drum roll ready. I, I need to get a drum roll or something. Um, <laughs> who is it? That's the best I got. Right, we're getting there. Well, yeah, Close. we'll get there. So, finally, uh, BB-8 rolls into the cantina. I'm stoked, man. Yeah. I love that little dude. He's pretty awesome. He's... Really neat character. Uh, fun in the movies for sure. However, he requires first order. Yeah. How's that farm going? Well, I've been farming since the beginning of this month in anticipation, probably a little earlier than this month, about when Phasma was announced. And I'm still just got first order Stormtrooper to. Five stars? Yeah, I just got him to five stars. Uh, first order TIE pilot is halfway to six stars, and everyone else is seven stars. So I will definitely unlock him at five star. Um, I don't think that I'm going to make it to the seven star point. Damn. Yeah, well, you know. You consider any of that? Some things happen, but I see. Here's the thing. I really want the $80 pack because then it would come down to the wire. But the thing is, it's $80. Yeah. And uh, in my house, $80 is about two weeks worth of diapers. And I would much rather be it, not have to uh, scrape poop and pee off the floor for two weeks than uh, have some first order characters. Totally As fair. much as I like them and want BB-8, but I just don't know where I can find that that money to do that understandable well tell us about bb-8 what is he well bb-8 is a skittish but loyal astromech bb-8 shines as a stellar support for any squad he is especially potent in resistance and droid squads bb-8's ability covert data transfer introduces a new buff surprise a legendary character has a new buff didn't see that coming secret Intel is what it's called. That grants bonus potency and spreads to all allies that use the special ability. Before I keep going on this, I just want to say spreading potency on resistance is awesome because when you do not hit and expose, it is like so annoying. Yes, especially like phase six territory battles. Having BB-8 in there would be amazing. That's all I'm saying. Yep, for sure. Yep. So, this new addition to the holotable table may be small, but rounds <laughs> rounds out uh-huh. support in a new, exciting way. Particularly the first special ability, Covert Data Transfer, that does not require a cooldown. BB-8 can be obtained through the upcoming Legendary Event, Pieces and Plans, detailed below. Woo-hoo! Now, I just want to say this. We're going to wait until the event's out and get our hands on the character to kind of go over his kit. 
So I know that there'll be plenty of people that are going over it this week that you can check out. We'll give our thoughts on it once we have him in our hands and play with him next week. Yep. But I want to point out that one of his abilities has a 70-turn cooldown. Yes. And so yeah. he has some really cool droid synergy, too. Like, um, you know, given turn meter right off the top, that could be fun. Yeah, for sure. Especially on those teams now that... Using an HK forty seven lead for those for that extra turn meter for crits doesn't always help anymore. Adding another way to get turn meter in there with him would definitely help. Yep, so. for sure. So yeah, we'll uh we'll get him unlocked in the legendary event and kinda give a review on him next week and kinda really go into depth on him then rather than doing it tonight because we have a lot of other stuff to get to. Yeah, for sure. Plus, it, if there's no update list like next week, then we have something to talk about. So, yep. that's that. Pieces and plans. This is the legendary event that we will get BB-8 in, and it looks like it was announced about one week before the event starts. So, really, beyond packs um, and double drops, which is nice. I'll talk about those here in a second, but... We all know two things this week. Unless you were in a good position with your first order, the odds are you're going to miss this one. But uh, for everyone out there on Reddit, on the forums, everywhere else that is upset that they're not going to get them on the first time around, it's not always no. going to be your time. Okay, so I... Can we just move I'm lucky enough, please? <laughs> I don't know if we can do that yet. You're about to get me on a rant. No, well, let's, I'll just say this. I didn't get Yoda the first time at 7-star. I didn't get Palpatine at 7-star the first time. I didn't get Thrawn at 7-star the first time. And I'm still playing, and I'm still doing well. So, for everyone freaking out about it, you will be fine. We'll all be fine. Goose Fraba. Yep. You don't have to get every character. Um... You won't get every character the first time. Like, it's not a big deal. People need to relax. Good God. Just relax. The Internet's a cesspool over this. It always is. See, well, here's the thing, right? The minute people don't react to things is when you know that things are going downhill. Yeah. So I understand people being upset. That proves that this game... Carries a lot of weight. People really enjoy it and everything else. But if we could just balance the scales where it's not always complaining as opposed to liking things, then we really would be in a good spot. So preach. I'm not trying to down anyone or, you know, make anyone upset. I'm just saying we'll all be fine. BB-8. Seems like a good raid character, maybe not so much a arena character. Where if you have good raid teams now, I don't know when the next raid's coming out, so it's really not going to hurt you that much. So yep, I'd like to. Everything will be fine. I'd like to quote my boy real quick. R e l a x. Relax. Don't stop. Stop that. Stop. We don't talk about the Packers on this podcast, just the Lions. The first place Lions. <laughs> so the event starts on September 28th. 
That is uh, next Thursday. It is a seven-tiered event. Now, the first time I heard that, I thought, oh, okay, definitely unlocks at five stars, and uh, you can get them five, six, or seven. But then someone pointed out to me that CLS was also a seven-tier event, but he opened up at seven stars. Yeah. So if you do look at uh, Swagaga, you'll see that he does unlock at five stars. So you don't have to worry about him only unlocking at seven stars. You can still get him at... uh, Five stars. Yep. But the, uh, I mean, for raids and, you know, territory battles, there will obviously be limitations to some degree on how far you can use them. But sounds like he's going to be yeah. a character worth trying to get. So if you don't already know, the 22nd through 25th, you got double drops. And yes. First Order Stormtrooper has three hard nodes. TIE Fighter Pilot has two. And then Kylo has two. If you only have Kylo, you're probably a new player and you should just farm him anyway. But you're gonna like him even if he's not in a first order team. Yes, you will. Especially if he's Ada. Oh my god, he's so good. So Yep. Um, but let me touch on this point from chat. Okay. From Nika. The big concern is not missing out on BB eight. It's that he might be required in the future. Okay. I'm sure he will. Not everyone got R2-D2 the first time around. The next time something came up that required him, guess where R2-D2 came? Before that. That's true. So, if you're missing BB-8 this time, the odds are if he's needed for something later, he's going to come back. So, if you think he's going to be in that place for something else... Keep farming first order, even if you don't get BB-8 to 7-star, to be ready for the next time for whatever that comes from. And so So. far, R2 is the only uh, legendary character to be required to get another extremely rare character, correct? So far, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's one of those things that's maybe a little bit unlikely, but I could see something to maybe get Lightsaber Ray or something along those lines needing a BB-8. So we'll yeah, see. the ray with the lightsaber one is the one that made the most sense to me. Especially when you look at... Well, let's finish double drops. Actually, okay, I'll just go right into this. Double yeah. drops are 922 to 925. So we're right in the middle of it right now on the first day. Got a couple more days of that. Three Stormtrooper hard nodes, two TIE Pilot hard nodes, and two Kylo Ren Cantina spots. That's what you got there for double drops to try and get shards for the next three days. On top of that, they have packs. So they have a First Order Ultimate Bundle for $80, which gets every character you get 80 shards for. Along with 3 million credits, training droids, gear enough gear to get all of them to gear 5, and ability mats to level them up. That's a pretty good pack. It is pricey though, but you do get a ton of shards for that money. So that's about, I've, I'm not going to maths here, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's also the First Order Faction Pack, which is the slot machine for 10 to 330 shards, and that one has all five characters in it. So you buy it, you don't know which one you're going to get shards for, and you don't know how many shards you're going to get for. So it is going to be literal roulette, and it'll, good luck with that. Yeah. So whoever does it, good luck to you. 
But this is the one that I wanted to jump ahead for, and that is the Resistance Faction Pack. So, nothing coming up right now requires Resistance, correct? Hmm, that's a good point. Beyond the fact that Resistance is just a good faction to have. But I don't think that's enough for them to just throw a pack out there, you know what I mean? Huh. So, if BB-8, who is required with the First Order to get, is paired with Resistance later to get Jedi Ray, maybe that's why this pack's being out there right now. That's just an idea. That's kind of interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, huh. But it could also just be directly related to BB-8's amazing with them. But it, that definitely could be too. That is something it's either, to think about. Yeah, it's just these are the ways my mind goes because you gotta. I always think when I see something weird or out of place, there's usually a reason what it could possibly yep. mean. You know, they throw like the Ewok, out. that stupid Ewok that got put on a hard node. Why? Why was this dude oh, just yep. randomly put on a hard node? Yep. Turns out, here come the Ewoks. So, I don't. If you don't have resistance, you should be farming them anyway because they're awesome. But uh, if you weren't before, maybe this is a kick in the butt. Yep. And if it doesn't come true, you'll still have an awesome team for territory battles. Yeah, so. so good. All right. It's time to talk about maybe my favorite thing that we got this past week. Yes. Shard Shop 2.0. Dude, out of nowhere. Out of the Honolulu Okay, blue. so this was kind of weird. <laughs> they took all the gear out of fleet shipments. Gone. Bye-bye. I'm ignoring your Honolulu blue comment. <laughs> and they got rid of all the gear out of there. So it's just ships, characters, Omega, or ability mats, Zeta mats, that sort of stuff. And that was kind of frustrating because that's actually kind of a decent spot to be able to get gear. However, Shard Shop 2.0 has a wider variety of gear. The uh, timer was changed from one day to every six hours, like most of the other stores. The refresh cost was reduced. It's only 25 crystals now. Character shards were removed other than one spot that is General Grievous that alters the amount that's available. And so what do you think? Are you as excited as I am? This thing's awesome. I am super stoked. I paid because 176 shard shop currency and got six. Let me repeat that. Six <laughs> stun cuffs. Are you kidding me? That's all right. This is what I'm pleasantly surprised about with this. It gives you good stuff, but as well as giving you good stuff, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Correct. And like literally you can get the six stun cuffs for a small fee, if you will. What's great about it too is I've got everybody farm from Cantina. So all that currency I get's basically been a waste. Now I can actually spin that. Like every character shard I get from there is um gear basically. Whatever gear I wanna buy with it. So I am super excited about it. The six stun cuffs I bought earlier equated to 
a little over 11 character shards based on the conversion rate. So, yeah, I mean, not bad at all. Yeah, 11 character shards for some stun cuffs. Hell I'll do yeah. That all day. No shit. It's and they got all kinds of good stuff in there. That's the best part. Like, you got a lower <laughs> geared character that needs some stuff. They got that in there. They got blues. They got purples. Yep. They're good. So, the, so it's awesome. If you beat Galactic War each day, I mean, that calculates to what? Maybe eight, nine stun guns, stun cuff pieces a day that you can get, mm-hmm. you know, if you're uh, converting all that. Yep, I agree. As our friend uh, McMillan says, the only issue is more raid gear. So the only issue is no more raid gear. So our uh, full piece for a certain 6,000 currency or the salvages for a smaller amount is uh, not there anymore. However... Which I did use myself, but after a few times, I realized just how much that used to cost to do that. And... uh, it's almost more worth it to me now just to wait for it. Yeah. But it was always a good, nice uh, emergency place to get it. Well, but. Uh, something else, it doesn't have raid gear, but it does, you know, have some of that purple shit required to take guys to gear 12. And. Yes. Very exciting. I like it. I like this very new, happy. what they're doing with this. So. This is like my favorite thing. This I'm just over the moon. It was so out of nowhere. That's the part that yeah. confuses me. Well, and it's it's a, it's one, it must be one of those things that they were talking about that they were considering to help ease the gear grind for those harder pieces that uh, right. we've all been clamoring for. Uh, yeah. We may have to take a quick road down Reddit Street real quick. There was <laughs> there was a post I seen that I saved, and I thought it was awesome. And maybe I didn't save it. Um, so there was something from one of the devs this week, a comment on Reddit that was talking about they are working on ways to get more, you know, get more gear in the future to us. I do. I remember seeing that. Yeah, and. Like, I've seen something about, um, uh, I am totally drawing a blank. What the hell was I going to say? Help me, Dan. Jeez. Um, I am, oh, I am not so here on the oath. Flash events are gone, won't come back for a while. Um, Cap is the one who said it. Thank you. Um, Cap basically mentioned that flash events are going to get reworked at some point. They mentioned that challenges could be getting a new tier as well and be getting some extra gear. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'd be all about that. Yep. So, I would be about that. Anything they add to get us the gear that is annoying as hell to get, I'm all for. 100% agree. That's why the Shard Sharp... That's why the Shard Shop stuff changes good for me. Yep. So... I agree. Another thing, new achievements. This one kind of came... Like, how long has Han Solo been in this game for this event? Over this a year? new achievement to just toss in there? It has been a year and a half at least. Yep. April 24th, 
2016, whatever last year was. That's when the if guilds came out, the raids came out at the same time. So a year and a half later, there's an achievement for owning a seven-star Han Solo. Now, I'm glad they waited this long because the reward is actually something I can use and not Darth Vader shards. So there's a new achievement called One in a Million, Own Seven-Star Han Solo, rewards 10 TIE Advanced Shards. Ten of them. And I don't have them seven-starred yet, so that got me within 20 of my sixth star, I think. Nice. Good so that helps me. Mine's seven stars, so it just went to the, uh, whatchamacallit. The shard shop? Yeah. To, uh, they, to stun cuffs? I'm going to start calling it the gear shop. <laughs> the gear shop, yeah. Because, exactly. you know, that's what it is now. All right, uh, what is next on the board? Next up is Skipping Pal. General General of the Republic. Good. So seven star Repu- seven star General Kenobi. Same deal. Ten tie advanced shards. So twenty tie advanced shards right off the bat for me from there. Yep. And I was I'm loving it. Me too. Very, very nice. And, and then of course they add the pieces in plans uh Achievement for completing the BB-8 legendary event, and that will give you 50 crystals, 5 Darth Vader shards, and 500,000 credits. Ooh. Yeah, so the credits and the uh, crystals I can do for. Darth Vader, you're just going to give me some more shards. So, I'm all about it. I'll take it, because I know I'm at least getting the 5-star, and that will complete the achievement. So, I'm in. Cool. Yep. What else? Oh, uh, something very important that uh, I feel we should mention because I figure it was driving McMull crazy, but that was one of the bug fixes was Pow. They fixed an issue where Pow's hand was slightly offset from his pistol. So mm. that's it's his hand should now be set on the trigger. He's not going to be firing blanks, and he's good to go. Oh, um. We have a live listen of all the people that care about this. Oh, wait. Oh, damn, I'm trying to find it. Okay, here it Where is. Where are they? Huh. <laughs> Weird. Yep, I just thought I'd mention that. But there are a bunch of bug fixes on environments and characters and ships. So if you want to see those, go ahead and go check out the notes that I was going to have on the screen this whole time, but I forgot to bring it up on the live stream. So uh, let me uh, let me flip over to the next area and bring that up on the screen, and you'll be able to see that. So this part is my second favorite part of this whole week, and that is Territory Battle Updates. Mm. <laughs> so why don't you take us through the Territory first part Battle Updates. <laughs> All right. This is pretty exciting to hear. Every officer in this game has been dreading the day that we go to the 12-hour phases. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. I agree. I don't want I don't want that anytime soon. So what do they do? They decide that the 24-hour phases is going to stay. Thank you. I mean, this I'm in. Take, let's take it. Yeah. It's, I like it. I don't think they expected guilds to kind of min-max this as much as they have. 
Uh, which... Well, I don't know how they could ever think that, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's just my assumption. It could be totally off base. I don't know. But... As long as there is a game that exists, <laughs> there will be hardcore gamers who will min-max the shit out of every single part of it. That is 100% true, yes. Like, wow, we have pet battles now. Now everyone is going to spend all their time finding the best pets, finding out whether a male or a female can fight better. Pick that one. Take that one in there. Yes, min-maxing will happen forever with everything in game. Yep. As it should, because if you want to be the best at something, that's what happens, right? Yep. And especially something else is when you have guilds that are on the other side of the world from each other. I mean, when you have one group that's sleeping or whatever, that really closes down the amount of time that you may have to complete a phase and do everything that you need to do in it. So this is a very favorable change. Uh, it's one we, I was really hoping we would get that I wasn't sure about, but they uh, they listened to the community and made that decision. So good job. So it's got a schedule now, right? It's got a schedule. Yeah, so now there's no more of these uh, wondering when it's coming or any of that nonsense. So instead of every three days or, you know, being three days or being six days, Jesus, six days now instead of the three days that was previously planned, you know, at three days you can run them a little bit more often, you'd be getting more gear currency and stuff because it'd be getting cleared faster. So that's basically what's causing a lot of these changes. Now what they're going to be doing is alternating between a Monday and a Thursday start date. So this last one started Thursday. So Mm -hmm. we will... uh, basically go run through this whole thing until Wednesday. We'll get her all wrapped up and then we'll be starting another one the following Monday. So there's like a four day cooldown in between these things. What do you think? Uh, that sounds great to me. Now, if we could find a way to not have any raids also in those four days, that'd be like That's a vacation the problem. between territory. That's the problem. Yeah. But this <laughs> this definitely reduces the strain of trying to get trying to get your raids done while you're also doing your territory battles and you know all that good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, the other thing, uh, the what do you call them? The guild event tokens, the new currency to get all the new gear. Mm-hmm. Before the idea was you'd be getting it what, maybe every six days, every five or six days, something along those lines. And with closer to a week than two weeks. Yes. Which is the problem with the way they're doing it now is it takes so long to get the gear. And I think that's part of what was causing the problem was the intention was actually to be run these more often so that you get gear more often rather than the amount of work we put through and only get X amount of gear for as long as it took. Yeah, that's what one thing I wanted to mention with this is we didn't think those rewards were very good, and I think we now know why. Yeah. We're running six days on territory battles for what they were trying to put out as three days yep. worth of work. And I don't see how those three days of work would have been any less. You'd have been staying up at night, and it would have been harder to still get the same thing. But I do think that you they thought you were going to be getting these rewards more often, which is why the numbers were lower. So 
it makes sense that they're upping them for sure. Yep. And now the question is, would you be happy if they were just doubled or would you want more? Uh, just doubling the rewards or because for to me, eight salvage for six days and even just bumping it up to 16. I kind of just I'm not sure. I'm thinking like 20 would make more sense to me. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't we haven't seen the rewards yet, so we don't know. But I mean, I don't think just doubling them is enough. I was the weird son of a bitch that didn't have a huge problem with the rewards before. I mean, with the amount of tokens you get and stuff. I mean, you could you were getting gear, um, but I I definitely think this is going to expedite that quite a bit. Uh, And the biggest thing is the new special missions that they added on phases one, two and four. This will actually allow you to get currency pretty often while territory battles are actually going on. Now I really got to think about that Yoda. Yeah. Oh, Coming yes. even faster for no me. Kidding. So 350 currency in phase one. Day one of it. Uh, all you need is Phoenix three star, right? Or is it two star? Two star. Um, yeah. Yeah, two-star two Phoenix squad, go through, beat the event. Everybody gets, was it seven? Seven uh, tokens for every person mm-hmm. in the guild. So you get 350, and then uh, phase two will require three-star Rogue One characters, and that will give eight, and then eight tokens per person. And then phase four, it is going to be a five-star Han Solo and five-star Rolo required for that event. So that'll be another chance to get those. I don't know if we haven't seen that. I'm not sure what the number is. You could probably look it up. Uh, I'm going to guess. Well, if it's phase four, I would guess nine. Because the phase five one is ten. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Um is it but uh is it in phase three that we get rollo shards yes okay yeah that that would make sense then the so question as far as the phoenix event versus or phoenix special event or special mission versus the rogue one special mission today what did you think in the difference between the two um I don't remember if I did it yet. Let me go look. What'd you think? Well, okay, so I know that I've done it. And uh, the as far as the Phoenix mission went, it was pretty simple, pretty easy. All three phases, they didn't have a ton of health or... I Okay, I'll, I'll uh, oh. compare them this way. The third phase of the Phoenix mission's health and protection was pretty much felt like where phase one of the rogue one mission started and then it got progressively harder and i know there were a lot of people in our guild that had a lot of trouble with it based on the gear levels of their rogue one squad yeah so yeah it's proportionally it seemed off and it was kind of hard harder for the phoenix or the uh rogue one mission in phase two but yeah 
I don't know if maybe something was missed with the first mission in phase one with those Phoenix characters, but this one was today was definitely legit. Yeah, uh, I actually do remember that now. Um, Jin and Cherub basically saved me. I'm glad they're fairly well geared up. But yeah, that event was not easy, especially at last mission where you had I had three elites. I don't know if they're all the same, but fortunately, it's only three waves. It's not six, but it's still. The Rogue One is, it's pretty tough. It definitely requires a little bit of strategy and kind of thinking about it. Jin's obviously a great leader. Um, Cassian's fun because all the debuffs he does and then exposing people really Dude, useful. Dude, that guy is freaking crazy. He is, isn't he? I never use him as much as I have in territory battles. Uh, yep. And like... He got a bigger chance to shine today in that mission, and holy crap, the amount of exposes with, and then his um, AOE that puts out all the debuffs. Yep. With and then his special, dude, I love that dude. I after the mission today, I want to level him up only because of all the different things he was doing. It was crazy. Yeah. No, he's a he's kind of a badass. There are a lot of people that have kind of been on that bandwagon. We have not been on there, but you know, um. Well, I don't ever think about Cassian because I never thought about farming K2SO. So. Oh, that's right. The strike. Forget. And then the head, it's like those two uh, go together, so why would I use one without the other? Yeah, it's like having chair but not base. Like, eh, whatever. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm always a little weird. Hey, I actually got Baze to five star yesterday. I'm 50 yeah. out of 100 oh, on, from just shit. the hard node. I, Damn. 50 out of 100 from a hard node makes me hard. Let's just oh say Oh, my that. God. <laughs> hey, this is a good time to play this. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't heard that oh. one yet, have you? I have, not, I have not heard that one. I am impressed. Yeah, I've got a few more things up my sleeve that we'll get to. Oh, well, <laughs> there's, I have a feeling there's a lot coming up. Um, all right, back to special missions. Um, actually, I guess that's pretty much it for special missions. Uh, mm-hmm. They said there are increasing rewards at the end of territory battles, so you'll be getting more salvage. Um, I think they said everyone 15 stars and above will definitely be getting more salvage noticeable amount. So that is pretty exciting. And You're going to have to explain to me this point right here. I have no idea what this means. All right. At least from reading it through the first time. I will read it and then I will explain it and then next week I'll find out how wrong I was. All right. Hey, we do that all the time. We're good. And finally, as we tweak the schedule further in response to the data and player feedback, we plan to place some of the Gear 11 finishers and Gear 12 salvage behind key difficult events and late-game challenges in the future. Expect more information about that as we find those, as we find those right moments. Um, that is... Sounds like the challenges are getting a rework. That's what I get out of it. 
I mean, we're due for new tiers, something that's actually difficult. I mean, if you've been playing very long at all, I mean, when was the last time those were updated? Gear 9? Gear 10, maybe? Um, they were updated with the quality of life update. Really? Has it been that long? Yeah, because they updated so you got everything from the okay. highest tier. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. That was just kind of, yeah, that... That, they really didn't change the challenge, though. I mean, they didn't add any tears or anything like that. It was the same stuff. They just made it to where the final one There's gave you everything. The rewards. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely due for something quite a bit more challenging and difficult to do with some significantly better rewards, maybe. And maybe a little bit more difficult gear, maybe some stun cuffs or something along those lines. That would be amazing. Now maybe a Zeta challenge. A what? <laughs> a what? That'll that be. probably won't happen. That would Omega, be Omega, awesome, maybe. Though. Yeah, an Omega challenge would be cool. The other thing here is key difficult events. Uh, the key difficult events thing. I would love to see. I, I kind of <laughs> think this may have been what Cap was talking about with the uh, the rework of the flash events. If they reworked Flash events to be something where you get to use your own characters that are actually difficult, uh, you know, something that's not so easy with predetermined characters, to where you actually got some pretty significant gear for it, that would be pretty badass, in my opinion. Maybe have different something tiers. Something I actually Basically like the challenges, just more rare. I was going to say, something that I was felt that I actually had to log in to do because I didn't ever feel bad for missing a flash event. Yeah. Like at all. Like, yeah. no, it's like okay, true. I missed out on some purples that might be hard to farm later, but I'm okay with it. And that may have been why flash events went away. There wasn't enough people doing them and so maybe they're going back to the drawing board and trying to write up something that you know, kind of forces people to get in there. I mean, you give me a mission and I beat it and I get 20 stun cuffs, guess what? Not missing it. So. Yeah, for sure. And then maybe tweak the times. Not make it a one-hour window when people are at work. Like a six-hour window. Something like that would be a little bit more reasonable. Like, I don't mind the window. Make it like a six-hour window twice a day and give people the time to do it and just up the rewards. Maybe put what would have been in the three into the one and give them the time to do it and people would be happier. Yes, totally agree. So. Yes, that's what I think. So rewards uh, are changing. Yep. And I am excited about this. And the first thing the first thing it comes to is more guild tokens. Yes. And that is that's noticeable already just from the special missions that have been added, right? Oh. So you got two more special missions in one and two, and also in four, once you get that five-star Rolo, to add more guild currency. But then on top of that, they're adding more guild currency, sorry, guild event currency, across the board on your payouts at the end of Territory Battles. So I know we're sitting around 37 stars average, and that's 4,500 currency, which I thought was pretty good in the first place. But if you're going to 
bump that up even more, I'm happy with that. Okay, so I have a minor update of sorts. Okay, so the, what do you call it, the special mission? The Phase mm-hmm. 4 one that requires the 5-star Han Solo and 5-star Leia Organa, it will give 20 currency for each person that beats it. 20, oh, wow. not 10. <laughs> and then if you go to Phase 5, the one that requires Commander Luke Skywalker, what did that one used to give? Was it 10? Mm, I think so. Yeah. It gives 20 now. Nice. That's pretty damn good. Because I know we were doing pretty good on that one. And then the one at the very end still gives 30. So, or at least I'm pretty sure it was 30 before. So... Are you, like, in, like, this anticipation mode where you know it's going to be months before you can do that mission, but you really just want to fight that ATST? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I'm still waiting for the I was going ATST to be fighting an ATST at some point, but like the Ewok thing. Someday, yeah. I bet you. I get. You know what? I'm gonna make a a Dan Stradamus prediction. Oh, these always right turn now. out well. All right, I need a someone mark it down, this. put it somewhere else. I will. We'll come back to this and see if I was right. But I think two weeks from the update we just got, we will get Ewoks. I don't think it'll be next week. I think it'll be the week after that. Hmm. Ewoks will be farmable. Interesting. Mark it on the calendar so you can either praise Dan Stradamus or mock me endlessly. Either way, we'll have fun with it. Dan Stradamus doesn't get mocked. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> so, other changes. More frequent payout. Payout will occur for special missions at the end of each phase. Yay. I don't understand how that's a change because we were getting our payouts at the end of the phase before. So I don't understand what that but means. But we get it more often. Well, true, yes. More in mystery boxes. Slightly increasing the mystery box payouts for gear 12 salvage so that guilds getting 15 stars or above will continue to make steady progress towards gear 12, independent of how they spend their guild event tokens. Yay. So this is straight out the guild, straight out the mystery box. I'm going to quote Family Guy here just for fun. A mystery box can be anything. <laughs> Coming back. Here we go. A boat is a boat, but a mystery box, that can be anything, even a boat. That is true. So there you go. That is factually <laughs> correct. More Gear 12 salvage out of mystery boxes. Then on top of that, they've added some payouts of difficult gear salvage below Gear 12, to the rewards. Ooh. So now all guilds who finish above six stars will receive mystery box rewards of some of the toughest high-end gear salvage in the game below gear Yay. 12. So I think stun cuffs, carbonis, I think those stupid yellow basketballs, I think the yellow boom boxes. Oh. They're not really boom boxes. They look more like alarm clocks. The yellow alarm clocks. Those things, you know? Oh, the alarm clocks. I'm not sure I know so. the alarm Oh, I didn't know there were yellow alarm clocks. I thought there were. There just... are yellow alarm clocks. Yeah. Nice. So, platoon changes. We have made an immediate change to platoon missions that addresses too much duplication of the same units. This should ensure a more random roll every platoon. Yes. I don't believe this. I don't believe this happened because we had a platoon today that had four wedges in it. Okay, this Seriously? is true. 
but it's not the same platoons we had yesterday. None of these platoons were duplicated that I could tell. So that is a pretty big change from last territory battles where we literally had the exact same 15 characters on like four different ones of the same phase. Very frustrating. It could be, maybe I'm misinterpreting this, but as far as I could tell, it's like, why are there four wedges in Platoon 4? Especially when there were two wedges in another one and one in a different one. It's like, there's 50 people in a guild. You're asking me for almost, you know... You do understand how RNG in this game works, right? No! What's RNG? <laughs> do, we have to, do we have to worry about that here? That's what I need a sound drop for is, like, I don't know, some, like, shining music and RNGesus. <laughs> uh, I don't know. RNGesus RNG blessing us. <laughs> uh, Platoon missions should also no longer require specific units that are required in combat mission or special mission inside the same phase of the territory battle. For example, when a Phoenix squad is required for the new special mission in phase one, Phoenix squad should no longer be required in the platoon mission in that phase. This is specific to the requirements of Phoenix Squad, Rogue One Squad, and the Hoth Hero units. So this one makes sense. They're not like Phase One. We didn't have Phoenix and platoons. Thank you, because you're not taking away from someone being able to get everyone rewards. No, this is a great change for platoons. Very exciting. So. But uh, yeah. Great changes to platoons. We'll see how many lobots we end up having later on. Hopefully not many. <laughs> I hate those. So guys. one why don't you I have been called away for a moment, so why don't you talk about this guild officer tools and I will be yeah. here listening but MIA for the moment. Alright, this is kind of interesting, not something I was really expecting. Um so to quote Finally, we have a number of initiatives that we are working on internally that will create time savings for all players, but in particular, guild officers and leaders. We hear you loudly and clearly that those tools are needed. We will do our best to provide them as quickly as possible and we'll keep you informed about what they are and when you can expect to see them released. We are truly appreciative of you and your continued participation, support, and feedback, the team here at Capital Games will continue to work hard to bring you a bigger and better game and overall experience. So, my first thought here was that they may be adding something along the lines of locking up platoons or maybe locking combat missions for a set period of time or something like that to keep people from rushing in and something along those lines. And I could totally see a better chat feature. A chat slash like news feed of some sort from officers would be really nice. Cause like right now we kind of have this sticky thing that the guild leader can do. Guild officers need that ability. I think at least at the bare minimum that would help a ton and it would be great if there would be a better way to communicate in-game for some of the smaller guilds or just guilds in general that don't use Discord or don't want to. 
Uh, so I think that would be super awesome. Other than that, I'm not really sure what other tools they could be talking about. Um, you're back. Now I'm back. you're back. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, what did you think about with this? I mean, what what kind of tools do you think they could be bringing to the game? The first thing that pops into my mind is that search button that ended up being searching for guilds where you can search your entire guild roster for certain characters. Oh, yeah. To platoon. I think that's one. Um, that's a good one. Hopefully a better, more revamped chat system for all those other guilds that don't move out of uh, yep. onto Discord or Line. Something for them. Um. Yeah, hopefully letting officers in a guild change the persistent message and not just the guild leader. Yep. Um, We're on the same page. So those are the first three things that came to my mind when I read that. Yep. But I think it's awesome they're thinking of ways to make it easier for guild officers to coordinate. Yeah. That'd be great. For sure. Oh, uh, that's another one. A way to see who has done combat missions and who hasn't. And maybe see how each person did. Like, if you could click on a combat mission and it would give a breakdown, like, you know, say, you know, Wink went five out of six. Punk went one out of six because he's terrible at the game. Something (laughs) along those lines. How did I know (laughs) it would turn into a, a punk bash? Oh, not a bass, just a... No, no. <laughs> All right. Um, you ready to do something fun? I love fun. All right. So, we got a lot Let's of... let to see that, uh, that Mick Mull's still here to see his question answered. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save that nonsense for last. <laughs> um... All right, so yeah, we got a bunch of audio questions from you guys. I know there were some written ones in chat, and I believe we got all those, right? All every question is here to be answered. So All right, let's do this. Let's do it. Hey guys, Jpot here. I am curious to know what your thoughts are on the uh new Star Wars movie coming out and what sort of characters we will um, likely see uh, in the game uh, coming out of that movie in the next few months. Um, do you have a preference on whether we see new First Order characters, new Resistance characters, or do you anticipate a big rework on the existing characters? Uh, that's my question. And one last thing for you, Wink. Go, Pack, go. Yeah, oh. there we go. Oh. I liked everything Love but it. the end. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the new movie. Uh, I'm obviously extremely excited. I think what we should, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I think we're going to have to get some of our friends that have been on the podcast and McMull and whoever else wants to and do like a big movie review type podcast i think that would be a I agree. lot of fun i also like that you talked about all you actually separated all our friends that have been on the podcast <laughs> and mcmole that was that was good nice work uh 
Jeez. Yeah, thanks for pointing <laughs> that out. Um, <laughs> so as far as characters go, Ray with a lightsaber has to be coming. I mean, that's the one that I fully expect that we will definitely get. Hux, Snoke, I would be shocked if we didn't get them. Those are the. I it's, I won't. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't get Snoke if he's not in this movie more than he was in the last. Because if he's just in the background again like he was, I don't see us getting him. Because what is he going to do? Sit on a chair? Yeah. From the trailers though, it kind of looks like he's going to have a much bigger role. We're going to start to learn a little bit about him and kind of get an idea. So, I I like your character list. I think that engine, the new Rose, I think her name is, the new engineer that's part of the resistance. I think we'll get her. If you're going to the dark side and we don't get Snoke, if uh, the Knights of Ren end up being in this movie, I think we might get that's a. That's a good uh, one. I think we might get a non named character that involves the Knights of Ren. Yep. Um, as far as what I really want is a. Uh, that first the stormtrooper first order stormtrooper with the uh, battle baton that yeah, that's kind of badass yep I agree I That'd really be cool. wish he would be in the game um, resistance wise I don't know what else they can add really because they have a pilot and they have a trooper they'll probably put that new engineer I think her name's Rose uh, Jedi Ray would be awesome General Hux I don't know what else there is just off of what we know about the movie now. And uh, I'm sure there will be more non-named characters and plenty of named that we don't even know about. But Rand wrote uh, in the chat when I was about to mention Resistance Leia. That wouldn't surprise me at all. We could definitely use her in the game. Cough <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Han. Cough and Han. That's pretty good. <laughs> Messed up, but oh, good. That- um, something else would maybe be like the dark side, or I guess the first order BB-8 looking droid, little sphere droid. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, when is the y- second trailer coming out? I don't know. Uh, gotta be soon, I would think. A week and a half. I think it's supposed to premiere on Monday Night Football in two weeks. I think. There was some. I love that a trailer has a premiere date. That's <laughs> kind of awesome. And it's football, it so yeah. Two things I love combined into one. It'll be a good night. Yes. Punk. All right, you ready hey. for the next question? Yes, hit me. All right. Hello, this is Darth Molly. I have a question for each of you guys. What do you think is the stupidest thing the other host has done in this game? And by that, I mean characters brought to Gear X or X1 or Wasted Zeta, etc. I think it's well, thanks, Darth easy. Molly. We appreciate that. Um, I would say ignore Clonus. That would be mine for you. Oh, I, yeah. I actually think that's a smart move. However... I think the fact that you have a two-star Lando is despicable. As good as he was <laughs> and as meta as he was, you should have had him long, long ago. Listen, I, I had to get my Chewbacca to seven stars before Lando, okay? Oh, my God. 
disgusting. <laughs> hey, I can use my Lando freely for the phase one platoons, okay? Mm. Whatever. That two-star Lando fits in there real nice. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, next one. Hey, uh, Boba Finn here. My question is, uh, why does Wink hate the clones so much? I've been listening to the podcast for a couple months now, and I've always wondered where this deep hatred came from. That's a perfect follow-up to the previous question. <laughs> Thanks, Boba Finn. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Um, the, isn't it obvious? I mean, did, did you see the prequels? If you didn't, that, I get it. That's fine. However... They murdered the Jedi. They're the sole reason the Jedi Order fell, is the damn clones. So... Well, I gotta ask you uh, this, then. Okay. Did you watch the uh, the cartoon, The Clone Wars? No. Oh, so there you go. You, can, you got no love for the clones, because you didn't see what they went through. Uh, I didn't need to. Bastards. Uh, yeah, apparently. Whatever. One, di- one bad deed kills all other I'll, good deeds. I'll watch a Clone Wars eventually, but as for now, to hell with the clones. <laughs> fives is the man, man. I love Fives. Yeah, whatever. This is Painted Land from Rebel Force. Longtime listener, first time caller. Shoutouts to Giggles, Deadshot, and Nika. My question is, what are your best and worst Swugga memories? Best for me was the first time I took number one in Arena. I never held until payout, and it felt like a small miracle at the time. Meanwhile, the worst was buying a Mark IV stun gun for 1400 thinking it was a Mark V. Whenever I see the Mark IV in shipments, it just sits there taunting me. Thanks for the great pod, guys. Oh, that's, that is, that's brutal. That is painful to listen to, God, to I can't honest. imagine. It hurts my heart that's, for you. Yeah, that's no kidding. That's, I can't imagine. Um, yeah. All right. You go ahead with your best. All right, go with my best. And then I'll give my best. I will have to say that my best moment in this game is pretty easy aside. Any guesses on what it is? Why you got to put me on the spot? All right. You'll understand. I will. It was the day that I put the Dream Team into the arena. Ah, and it actually nice. worked the way I expected and was theory crafting and it turned out to be freaking amazing and I rode that pony for a long time. Definitely my That best. was a lot of fun. Yep. Just to talk about on the podcast. We talked about that a lot. But, there was a Yeah. Yep. The early days. The early days owed the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. The dream team. <laughs> half the half the people listening are like, what the hell is the dream team? Yeah, probably. If go back and check that out. Good stuff. Yeah, you'll see how boring we were. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, What was your best? My favorite memory in this game so far is unlocking General Kenobi as a guild. Yeah. After working so hard to unlock or to be able to defeat the uh, heroic tank, and then uh, everyone going in to. Get everyone fighting to the point where we were all able to unlock him at the same time, and everyone unlocking him on that day, and then starting to gear him and everything. That was my favorite memory because it felt actually felt like something 
like a guild accomplishment. Yes. You know what I mean? Like obviously people got him earlier than everyone else and were able to unlock him earlier, but it didn't diminish the fact that as a guild, for the most part, everyone unlocked him at the same time. That's a really good point. I mean, that was one of those things. There were a lot of guilds that did it so much earlier than us, but it was still one of those things that it wasn't diminished at all. It was still a super kick-ass day, whatever. We got our General Kenobis. That that was probably my number two, whenever I was able to just fully max Kenobi the day I got him. That was kind of amazing. For sure. So what about your worst? All right, my worst. It's actually kind of tough. I, I'm trying to remember any really, like, worst memories. You have yours? Uh, you know what? Since it's fresh on my mind, I'm going to give my worst as last week in this game. Okay. I work nights, and so I sleep during the day from the morning till about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that is our raid time. All our raids. Uh, Last week, I missed three Rancor raids and one Heroic AAT raid. Did not get any... I got one raid payout at all last week. So that would be my my worst damn. week, I'd say. That's, that's pretty rough. I don't think I can compete with that. Uh... <laughs> The worst, oh, it's such I, a terrible feeling to see the, the the raid payout is in an hour and you go and you scroll through thinking your name's going to be on there and it's not. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, I screwed up again. Yep. Um, I think my worst was missing out on the pre-craft situation with the, uh, the Mark V furnaces. I could have had a couple, and I didn't, and I missed that whole deal, which would have been really helpful. That gave us, I want to bring it back up, but, you know, that was a, <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> Let's move to the next one. All right. Hey, guys, the chat here. First of all, a very big shout-out for you to Daniel Wink. A big shout out to the whole of Shattered Order and to everyone listening. You guys are just the best. That was my question. What do you guys think about the trivia? Is it the best thing or just simply the single best thing that has happened to the podcast? In all seriousness though, uh, what do you guys think about it? Do you enjoy it? How do you like the direction it is going? And so on. And if you're talking about best things already, in your opinion, what's the best thing that has happened to this game? And what's the best thing that could happen to this game? Well, um... First off, I just want to say, I know Deadshot has an accent, so if you didn't catch at the beginning, that was uh, our buddy Deadshot from our guild. He is the great question creator. Yes, trivia question master. So, big, huge, monstrous shout-out and thank you to Deadshot for helping us with what is easily the best segment of the podcast, our trivia section. Everybody loves it, so definitely appreciate every week him putting together five questions for us. I I can't express the number of people that contact me are like... Man, I love the trivia section. People people really like it, so it's good. Um, yeah, and 
I, I mean, it's easily the best part of the podcast for sure. No doubt about it. Definitely, buddy. We appreciate you doing that every week. Especially, you even did it when you were on vacation. That you did. That's dedication. Yep. Good guy. So. Well, <laughs> to answer his other question, this, super easy. Best thing that's happened for the game? Guilds. I mean, there's... I mean, oh, easily guilds. For sure. I mean, that was... I agree. This game had, in my... This game had no direction for me beyond me just playing it by myself yep. before guilds came out. And the only social aspect of it to me then was that my, I got my buddy Richie to play with me. And so I had someone to talk to about the game all the time. So there was that. And then that's what turned into the guild we have, Shattered Order, is because me and Richie were like, Oh yeah. Hey, Richie told me I should make a guild, and then I created the Shattered Order, and here we are two almost two years later, and well so let's say a year and a half later, and yep. we have an awesome guild, we run a podcast, we're all I love guilds. I love I the social aspect. I love the people in it. I've met so many awesome people, not even just from our guild, from other guilds. Easily the best part of this game. Yes, I uh, 100% agree. It was. I was actually rather annoyed when they first announced guilds. I'm like, well, hell, now i got to communicate with people, get on the forums, try to find a guild, because like, I don't want to be in a shitty guild, and you know, run across the post and... So yeah, were you we, in the were you in the original fifty or were you one of the? Yeah, I was, I, I was like the twentieth person or something. I was, okay. I was one of the early nice. adopters, and because uh, I I always think about like the people that were on the wait list. Like Giggles was on the wait list. Yeah, yep, I remember that. <laughs> and man, just Crazy. to think, if there weren't guilds, there would be no podcast. There wouldn't. Because there's or no way this would have happened. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I probably wouldn't have never even thought of it. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so. next one. Hey, uh, yo, this is Waddles, and uh, my first question is, what are the three things you love most about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? <laughs> Thank we. Thanks, Waddles. Um, uh, I'd say my first thing is... <laughs> I thought this question would be before dead shots. So first thing I'd say is raids. I love raids. Oh, so I'll, I'll flip that around. Third, territory battles. Second, raids. First, guilds. And that's the way I was going. Because when yeah. I heard this question, I knew for, for sure my number one was going to be guilds. Yes, for sure. And, be, and all our friends and everyone that we've met through this game, yep. through our guild, that was definitely going to be number one. Yep, I agree. I mean, the guilds what really pulled people into the community and kind of made the community more than it, there already was. So, um, yeah, definitely guilds number one. And for me, it's next arena and then probably territory battles. I, I do really like territory battles. I've been a little more interested in raids lately, though. I'm actually kind of having fun with it ever since... Coming up with my phase three team, and now I just kind of see how much damage I can do in some of these phases. It's been pretty fun. Now I just kind of find out what 
Wink's next hit uh, YouTube video is going to no, be? I'll come up with something. Probably going to be something <laughs> stupid, though. We'll see. Like a pow? No. no oh, wait. No, wait, someone already did yeah, that one. Yeah, that's... Uh, what a clown. <laughs> All right, next one. Hey, uh, Waddle's back again uh, with a second question. Do you agree it's likely they will do a dark side territory battles? If yes, when do you think it will launch? And what special teams, if any, do you think will be required? Thanks for the question, Waddles. That was, that was good. Yes, thanks, Waddles. That was great. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm glad you really you recorded your questions for us. <laughs> um, shit, what was the question? Territory battles, dark side, and what oh, teams yes. would be used for them. So, I really like this question. I, I mean, they almost have to do a dark side. You can't just do the light side in something and not do the dark side. It's kind of the same as, you know, the battles that we already have. So, I definitely think dark side's coming when. I don't know. I think that could be the next big content release along with the new movie. Especially if the movie kind of has a darker feel like Empire did. As far as factions, what do you think? Like, what teams might be required? Imperial troopers. Seems safe. First order. Those are my two guesses. Yep. Uh, Or Sith. Maybe Sith. But they seem to go with teams that are less... um, Less popular. So my guess would be unique or uh, Imperial Troopers in First Order. Unless something comes out in Last Jedi that's its own, uh, like Knights of Ren, or something comes out in the Young Han movie, depending on when these territory battles actually do come out. If something comes out in the new Han movie that was Dark Side, you know. And something else to think about, like what you know what environments are going to be in because i mean if they do like if they do the dark side version of hoth it could be one of those things where snow trooper is a big requirement kind of like hrs is um mm-hmm. oh veers night sisters well that would be interesting <laughs> That would be real interesting and frustrating because nobody's got that shit. I did. We talk about this on the podcast last week where I said that not a single. Yes, it was on our podcast. That not a single person in our guild has Night Sister Acolyte. Really? That's the one that's only a Cantina node, correct? I'm not sure. Huh. Like doesn't Is have Night her Sister at all. Or Nishia, have her which is in Galactic stars. War. Doesn't have her seven star. Okay. No seven star in acolytes in our guild. I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Interesting. So. Yeah. Huh. All right. You ready for the next one? I'm always ready. Hi, this is Mick Mall Two. Question: When is we gonna finally admit his love for clones? <laughs> Thanks for the question, Thanks, McMull. Too. Yeah, that, that was good. We really appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, I already did that. It was a punishment. Never gonna do it for <laughs> real. You can count on that. 
Oh, okay. I guess we'll see. Hi, it's Mick Millen again. Question two. Why doesn't Arizona recognize daylight savings time? It's a good question. Um, because we're smarter than the rest of the world. No, bullshit. All right. If you know how much easier it would be to schedule these damn podcasts if our times were closer? Get rid of daylight saving time across the world and me and you would only be an hour apart forever. So, yeah, yes. That would be perfect. That is smart. Get rid of it. No one cares about the fucking farms anymore. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It was implemented for crops and farms and all that crap. Doesn't apply anymore. Okay, that's fair. So, we... I don't know when this started for us, but we don't do daylight saving times. We don't care. My payout time never changes. None of that stuff changes in the game for me. And everyone that complains about it, I'm like, what? About what? What happened for you? Y'all are the state that that just wants to be difficult for no freaking reason. We're an amazing state. We got Tombstone, one of your favorite movies, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. We got all the good stuff. Uh, Grand Canyon, one of the eight wonders of the world in this state. That's exciting. Okay, anyways, this turned into a why Arizona is awesome instead of what it should have been. Jeez. (laughs) Yo, it's McMillan again, back with another question. What female celebrity would you run away with? That's a good question, McMull. Thank you, McMull. Or McMillan, whatever your name is. Yeah, whoever you are. Well, Punk, <laughs> what's your answer? You're going to have to give me a moment because I haven't thought about this question. I haven't either. Oh, okay. I'm 35 years old. I can't All right. say something that would be creepy or weird, you know? I, I'll be honest. I mean, I like girls who are slightly inappropriate. Yet, still cute and off the walls a little bit. So I'm gonna go with Anna Kendrick. Like, that's kind of hard to go wrong with, right? That's not too bad. I think this mine is probably older than me, but does not ever look it. So I'm gonna say Jennifer. Yes, Aniston. that was gonna be my second one. I was about to say her because that's not creepy or weird. So I'm all about. I'll take Jennifer Aniston all day. It used to be. And she's she's near my age, so I could say that one. It used to be Amanda Bynes. Oh yeah. But then she went fucking crazy. So they all do. She is yeah. <laughs> they're a celebrity. They're probably gonna go crazy. But it used to used to be uh, Amanda Bynes. I'll take Jennifer Aniston. I'd, so it's hard to go wrong. Well, that's well. Pretty happy much to a answer podcast, your questions, there, McMillan. I think we have that one thing that uh, Deadshot assures us is the best thing that we do. So Is it? What is the... <laughs> I really hope the music plays amazing. That was awesome. Do we still get the music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Of course there's music. Yes. 
Thank God the soundboard's working. All right. How's the level? That good? It's 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 all right. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna full screen the trivia, so I'm gonna get the blue screen on my face, which everyone will see. But all right. Maybe if you, can you can you crank it down just a little? Yeah. Turn it down just a little, just a little bit. That good? That's good. All right, I got the blue screen. Shattered already trivia. This is where we're at. All right. So, are you ready for the first question? I am ready for the first question. I'm going to hide you. There we go. I my pin. You're gone. <laughs> All right, sweet. Currently, the score is... Wink six, good night, punk eight. Yes. We will see where we end up at the end of the night. All right. But the first question is, what percentage of the overall tunes has a bass resistance penetration of zero percent? Resistance penetration reduce the resistance of a tune by this value, and will minimally affect damage reduction overall. I don't even know that was a stat. Resistance was it penetra- what percentage? You ever heard of this before? What percentage of the tunes have a base percentage of 0%? So out of all the characters, how many have 0% base resistance penetration as a percentage? I've got my answer. Do you? Is it 0? No. Alright, well I got my answer too. What do you got? All right. I went with 100%. All right. Because the... the, Wow. Good guess. But wrong. Damn. So it is an actual stat. Because your guess made me think, wow, he maybe made up the stat. I I know it's an actual stat, but... You never hear about it ever? Well, I kind of thought it might be one of those things that's an actual stat that nobody really uses. Well, here is the answer. 65 out of 129. So about 50%. 60%. 50. Fifty. And I put 10%, so I get point two five of a point. Huh... <laughs> I kid. Sounds like nonsense. I'm good. I'm full of nonsense. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for question number two? Ready. In our beloved Shattered Order, who has the most slash best arena average rank? Squad Arena Battles 1. Zeta's assigned. Each question has a different answer and each one is worth a point huh. all right, all right go, so go through questions one more time so the first one is arena rank average rank squad arena battles one and then zeta's assigned I should know the Zetas one because I've looked at this a thousand times, so, but I don't. So have I. I'm just drawing a blank on all of them. And the person I want to put stopped playing for a month, so 
That's probably not them. No. <laughs> um. This is rough, man. I'm gonna put, uh... Uh, la 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 la. Who has the most Zetas? I don't know. Who can I guess? I still don't know. I, I just want to get at least one right, you know? So do I. What was the middle question? Questions. Squad Arena Battles 1. I'm just going to put the one for number three that I was going to and just assume it might be him. All right. I've got my answers. All right. So what would you put for average arena rank? Deadshot. Okay. I put Nika. What would you put for squad arena battles one? Giggles. I put Deadshot. And what about Zeta's assigned? Zath. I put Giggles. All right. All right, best arena average. Our boy. Wow, we we're all going to be wrong on everyone. That wouldn't surprise so you know. me. Best arena average, Elon Mustard. Wow, nice. Well done, Elon. <laughs> Way to go, Mustard. Colonel Mustard. One arena battles, Christopher. That makes complete and total sense. Right, and Zetas, Augustus McRae. Damn. Right? Well, I didn't have... Wow. Not one of the people that I named was on the list. That is shocking. So, Elon, Chris, Augustus, nice work. I salute you. Jeez. So, no points out of two questions so far. That ain't good. All right. This will be an interesting question. Are you ready? Ready. Who has the least amount of effective health power in the game? Protection plus health combined. Hmm. Who is the squishiest tune in the game, basically? That's a tough one to answer. I'm not going to lie. Because the thing is, it might be someone no one plays. And I would never even know if they were squishy. Yeah, there are definitely uh, a lot of... And this, and is this is at, ma is this at max gear? Squishy? I, I would assume that this is um, just raw stats. Alright, well I got my guess. Based on Swagger completely... Completely out of left field. Um, you know what? I'm. Ah, shit. I'm gonna change my answer a little bit. If my answer, if the answer is the one that I thought to write but didn't, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. But we'll see. I wrote Han Solo first, but my official answer is Yoda. My official answer is Zam Wessel. Wow. Really? The correct response is Wedge Antilles. No kidding? 
34,629 total. 16.4 health, 18,000 protection. Never would have guessed that. I would have that. never guessed that no. of all the characters in the game. Oh. Wedge has the lowest effective health power. Wow, that's That's crazy. my arena leader right there. Jeez. Rough. All right, well, we've all missed every question so far. <laughs> no kidding. That was brutal. All right, so which of the following four is true? BB-8's Illuminated Destiny. BB-8? Too bad we didn't go over that this yeah, week. Yeah, no kidding. BB-8's Illuminated Destiny grants foresight to droid allies. Sabine Wren's basic attack can shoot up to four times. General Kenobi needs exactly 500 Mark III Carbonti sensor raids. Thrawn's special ability granted to Imperial allies reads, Dispel all buffs on this character and recover 25% of its max health. What was the question again? Which one is true? Can you go through and reread them quickly one more time? If this thing will go back, I will. It is not wanting to go back. Hmm. Hold on. I w I'm uh, going to exit, and then I'll reopen it and do it again. I was taking notes. So I think I've got my answer, but I'd like to hear them again just to be safe. All right. Let me bring them up. All right. Which of the following four is true? Okay. BB-8's Illuminated Destiny grants foresight to droid allies. Sabine Wren's basic attack can shoot up to four times. GK needs exactly 500 Mark III Carbonti sensor rays. Thrawn's special ability granted to Imperial allies reads to spell all buffs on this character and recover 25% of its max health. I've narrowed it down. And I think I'm right, but I'm not 100%. Alright, I got my answer. I got my answer. I am going with numero dos. Which one was that? That is the one uh, about Sabine's basic ability. Has the ability to shoot up to four times. Here's the thing about that. I think that's still true. But I think it actually can shoot up to eight times. I put BB-8s. And I wanted to say Thrawns, but it says dispel all buffs on this character. And I'm pretty sure it dispels all debuffs. So. Uh, the other one I was thinking was number three, Kenobi. But then I, I was thinking he took 550 of them, not 500, but... Well, we're both wrong. Jeez. GK needs 500 Mark III Carbonti sensor rays Fuck. is true. Son of a bitch. Damn it. So, this, these are the, what he, uh. he... Illuminated Destiny doesn't grant foresight to anyone. Sabine's basic can shoot up to five times. The ability reads... Dispel all buffs and gain 50% turn meter. It's got to be dispel all debuffs. 
You're not gonna dispel the buffs on yourself, so. Yeah. Not true. I think that was just written wrong there. Jeez. Well, we're rocking it tonight. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> Last question. You ready? Yep. How many non-droid characters are standing sitting next to the holotables when we enter the game and look around? Wow. Look around means swipe left or right, so all the way from guild activities to shard shot. Alright, repeat it one more time. How many non-droid characters are standing, sitting next to the holotable when we enter the game and look around? I swear to God, if this includes the uh, ship cantina, I'm going to be upset. I assume this is just the main cantina, because that's what it says whenever you enter the game. Which wouldn't include skipping around to other rooms. Yeah. I just did a quick guesstimate of what I remember saying. No, that's not even right from what I remember. I'll go with what I remember. Probably missing one. I'm sure I am, too. But I'll probably still be wrong. All right. All right, tell me what you got. I think this is kind of a tricky question from the sounds of it, in that it says around the hollow tables. So I'm assuming that the characters behind the bar don't count, so I'm going with the number three. Okay, that makes sense because I went with four, assuming the Twi'lek behind the bar did count. Ah. So we'll see. What the f- Ten. Ten. Yeah. But, correct responses. One point to the person with the closest answer. What? No! No! <laughs> I said four. You said three. No! Come on. <laughs> hey, he is the council. I'm just saying, it can stay council, eight to six, or it can be nine to six. This is not good. <laughs> I'm going to put eight slash nine next to my score. I'm going to put nine minus one next to your score. <laughs> Jesus. Was that the last one? That was it. That was it for this week. Damn. So it's either 8 to 6 or 9 to 6. We'll have to talk to a Deadshot, see what he says. I am going to... Uh, I am going to... Um, yeah, I'll go to the council with an appeal. Don't you worry <laughs> about that. This is unacceptable. It had to mean inside, like, guild, uh, the guild hall tables and yeah. the ship hall tables, too. Yeah, possibly. So. I, you know what I'm going to do when we get done here? I'm going to go count. <laughs> All <sighs> right. Well, that is it for us tonight. We kept it under two hours, so go us. Yeah! <laughs> awesome. Well... As always, thanks everyone for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. You're awesome. Go check us out on Twitter at the Shattered, or sorry, at Shattered Order. Our, dis our Discord is listed in our bio on our Twitter. 
You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash shattered order and find us on any place you find podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, Discord, Discord, Podbean, whatever. And I've had a few too many uh, raspberry sours. Uh, as usual. And don't forget to subscribe <laughs> on YouTube, and you can even join us on the live stream and, uh, you know, guess on trivia questions as we go. Yes, exactly. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.